lovelies to the Ultimate Dance Business Podcast. My name is Deborah Laws, the dance business expert. My passion is to help you turn your passion into profit while guiding you to work less and earn more. I'm super excited to share interviews with you that I know will inspire and motivate you in your schools, as well as my solo shows where I shall be sharing some great tips and strategies. So if you love the show, please do remember to review, subscribe and share it with your fellow dance boss friends. So let's get stuck into the business of dance. Hello, my beautiful dance school owners. How are you doing? I hope you are thriving and finding huge success running your dance school. But of course, life does not always feel easy being a dance boss. And I know from the many, many years being in your shoes, whether that be tap shoes, ballet shoes, jazz shoes, I've worn them all, um, that sometimes we can just get to the stage where we feel a bit stuck. And, and what I mean by stuck is like you've grown your school to a certain level, a certain stage. And I'm sure you've pretty much done that all by yourself. Like for many of you, you've been all out there on your own trying to work out this thing called business and running a school. And 90% of what you do comes from your knowledge as a teacher and your passion. And then kind of the business stuff, we just, well, we're professional wingers, most of us. And I got to the stage that I got really sick and tired of being a professional winger because I knew that just kind of making it up as I went along wasn't actually allowing me to completely fulfill my potential. And so um, that's when I went on my business journey and decided that maybe I should actually, after 24 years, 25 years, maybe I should actually learn a bit about running a business. Um, And the rest is history, as they say. But what the bit that I want to share with you is the fact that, you know, I I actually did really well running and building my schools um, just off the back of sheer hard work, determination, motivation, tenacity, all the things that got me, you know, to quite a, a big successful school. But I kind of look back now and I think if I actually had a lot of the knowledge that I I know now, having gone on a business learning journey, my golly, what a strong, sound, thriving school I would have had. And one that earned me a lot more money too. But at one point, and I don't know if this is where some of you might feel you are at right now, I just felt stuck. Like I'd been at a certain level with a certain number of students for several years and I didn't really know how to grow it to the next stage like I had I don't know two or two or three hundred students and we just kind of ticked along like I wasn't losing students I wasn't gaining students we weren't doing better in exams or competitions we weren't we weren't losing in any way but we certainly weren't growing or gaining, so as to speak. We were in what I call a balance stage where we're just balancing beautifully and everything's just staying the same. But with the word same 
also came a sense of being a bit stagnant, like, oh, just doing the same thing. We're just turning up, doing the same thing, teaching the same thing, doing the same format of, you know, performance every other year, exams twice a year. Um, I don't know. I just think I got to a stage where I just felt a bit, I'm going to be quite honest with you guys, a bit bored of my own business. And so what I thought I would share with you today, just to lift the spirits a little bit, so we don't all just sit here thinking, yeah, I feel like that too, Deborah. <laughs> Let's be a bit more positive. I'm going to share with you three things, like my top tips on how to feel less stuck in your dance school. So let's get a bit more positive here. So number one, I think it is so important that you learn to plan. When somebody new comes along to work with me, I get them to fill out a bit of a studio audit. And one of the things we kind of identify really early on is where everybody's strengths and weaknesses lie. And I would say I would like to share with you, I reckon about 75% of dance school owners that do this audit with me all end up with planning and strategy being their worst thing. What most people say to me is, Deborah, I get up, I have a massive list of jobs to do. I sit, I tackle my to-do list. I never get to the end. Then I look at my watch and realize, I guess I better eat something, put the washing on before I get ready to go to the studio. And then they go and teach all night. And then they come back the next day and the to-do list has got bigger overnight. <laughs> it magically grows. And they just don't have time to sit and plan the stuff the time that is going to allow them to do some of the bigger, more important things. And so they are just in a state of caretaking. Some of you might have heard me talking about this before. I have this thing called the queen bee time and the caretaker time. So imagine yourself being like a janitor, sweeping the floors and cleaning the premises and making sure that the security is all fine and the doors lock and the place is clean and everybody is happy. Like that's the jobs in your business where you're just doing the, the admin. So you're either in a studio teaching or you're doing the admin, answering emails, paying the bills, creating newsletters, doing your social medias. This is caretaking. And then we have the queen bee stuff. Now, the queen bee stuff is glorious because this is when you get to really work in a way that cultivates a beautiful colony of thriving bees. Now, these bees are your team and your students, and you are spending time nurturing that colony. So it grows and produces more honey. And the way you do that is by doing the higher level tasks, the strategies that only the visionary can do, the person who owns the business, the person whose passion first started that business. Now, I would love to invite you to the Dance Business Conference, which is held in Birmingham in the UK. This is a wonderful two-day event where you are going to listen to some incredible keynote speakers. You're going to do some workshopping. You're going to learn lots of new things around uh, running your dance school. You're going to meet lots of exhibitors that have businesses that could be great for you to work with. But more importantly, we're going to make friends, we're going to have fun, and we're going to hang out together all learning 
learning how to be inspired and motivated to run a better school. And of course, we also have the Gala Dinner Dance, which is the red carpet event of the year for dance school owners, where we present the Dance Business Awards. So if you would like to exhibit or sponsor the conference, if you would like to attend or enter the Dance Business Awards, then please go to www.dancebusinesssolutions.com where you can buy your tickets, find out more information and hopefully come join me on the 8th and 9th of August. See you there. And these are tasks like knowing your numbers and your figures, knowing which classes to market, creating a whole year's marketing plan, maybe doing the marketing if that's your hat that you wear as well. Things like checking on your attention, um, giving feedback, you know, proper feedback progress to parents, creating events throughout the year that means students are going to stick with you, creating a leadership program, creating organizational chart for your school. Like the list goes on of the more highbrow, what I would call boardroom type tasks. And when you are being that queen bee, you need to spend at least 20% of your time in the week in that role where you're doing the business owner stuff, not the caretaking stuff. And so actually planning your marketing, planning your retention, looking at your numbers, analyzing your data. This is all stuff that we rarely get to do because we're so in the weeds. We're so busy digging the weeds that we don't get a chance to properly lay the seeds and grow the flowers. So my top tip or my top of my three tips is be sure to create time to plan your diary so that you have time for your queen bee time. Block it out in your week. It must, folks, it must become non-negotiable. And I harp on like mad to my community and my members about this. Please, please block out time in your week when you are doing your queen bee stuff. Otherwise, you are just going to become the gardener or the caretaker of a business that is just going to stay stuck. Okay, that's my number one tip. Number two is get some help. (laughs) Now, you cannot do all this by yourself. You can get so far by yourself and that might be quite far. But you are only ever going to be able to survive inside a box. You have got walls around you and a lid on top that says, Sally, you can only get this big. You can only get as big as the box will allow you. It's not until you take the lid off, you open the walls, you let it all fall apart around you and you allow other people to come into your business to help you that your box is going to get a bit bigger again. It can get very stifling inside that stagnant box. So what does help look like? It may be that you get a bookkeeper that is going to take over doing all your accounts and your invoicing and your bookkeeping. It may be that you're going to get somebody that's going to help with some of those admin tasks we talked about. But it should also include, and this is so important, and I know so many people do not put this at the top of their list. It should include some kind of coach or mentor to help you with all that planning and strategy and and actually to help you learn new ways and methods to, to run the business side of things to help you be more successful. 
So that's obviously where I come in and I would love to steer you towards me. But if it's not me, then please just go and find somebody else. All I would ask is if it's not me, please make sure it's someone that specializes in the dance and performing arts world because business coaches are great, but I think that they're really great when they really know your business. So Obviously, I am predominantly in the UK, but I know my podcast gets listened to all over the world. And you may feel that maybe somebody from the States or from Europe or from um, Australia or New Zealand, you know, if there is a coach that is specific to the country that you live in, then they're going to understand and know your economics a bit more than I would, for example. So predominantly, I help people in the UK. What I'm trying to say is it doesn't matter where you go or who helps you, but please get help because there are people like myself that have invested tens of thousands of pounds learning about business that have stepped out of the dance studio and become business coaches. Now, I would love to see some real proof of what they have learned. I would not call myself a business coach just because I created a highly successful dance school. If I don't have proper credible trainings behind me as a business coach, then I wouldn't go out there and and start to coach people in business. So I cannot tell you the courses, the mentors, the programs, the certifications that I have done in the last five or six years that mean I can now stand here and teach you about business. So when you find yourself a coach or a mentor, make sure that they're not just great at running a dance school because there's a lot of other stuff that goes into being a great business coach. Now, the way I coach people is through my memberships and there are uh, several tiers to my membership. You can go in at the lowest level. You can go in at the highest level. It doesn't really matter. It really is down to the amount that you want to invest and the velocity and the speed at which you want to create change. But even if you go in at the lower program, you're going to get so much help and guidance, but you're also going to get a real community around you that are going to help you to get your school where it's at. So not feeling alone and isolated and like you have to work it all out by yourself is my number two top tip. And then my third tip is actually around mindset. My coach, my wonderful business coach from last year, from 2023, was a guy called Nick James. And one of the things I heard him say many times over the course of that year was your success level very much lies from your ability to manage your mental and emotional state. So we're talking mindset. And in fact, mindset is huge in creating a successful life, let alone a successful business. Because if you are a procrastinator, which comes from being a real perfectionist, that is going to really hold you back in business. If you're somebody that really believes that everybody around you is more qualified and better at running their school than you are, and you don't really have that self-belief in yourself, you are going to, whether you like it or not, subconsciously, you're going to keep yourself in a really small box. If you are somebody that suffers from imposter syndrome, or if you're somebody that suffers from having the confidence to build your business, all these things are potentially more damaging than anything I mentioned in number one or two of my top tips. If we don't have you in a really positive, confident, I can do mental state, then you would not believe the number of constraints you are putting upon yourself. So my third 
top tip is to make sure that you are taking care of yourself and your mindset in order to grow your business. And for this reason alone, this is why I have a coach that I actually pay to be in my membership that does a session with all my members every month to work purely on their business mindset. And it's powerful. It's really, really powerful. Okay, my loves. So those are my three top tips, planning, getting yourself a coach and managing your mental and emotional state. Maybe that's given you a thing, few things to go away and think about today. If you're feeling really stagnant and you feel like maybe it is time to get some help mentally and emotionally with my planning and maybe with a coach, then just reach out to me. Come find me on Facebook. You can find me at Deb Laws or Deborah Laws. I'm on Instagram, Dance Business Lab. I have a website, dancebusinesslab.com. I'm pretty much all over the place. So come message me, find me, say, Deborah, I'd love a bit of help. What do you offer? And let's have a chat. Take care, everyone. So I wanted to quickly tell you a little bit about Showtime Circus. This is run by my good friend, Jess who has created an incredible circus bolt-on franchise for your dance school. Because aerial and circus performance skills has become a really desirable skill set for choreographers and casting directors. And so Showtime Circus offers the opportunity to buy a franchise package, which will give you all of your necessary equipment, training from experienced staff, syllabus plans, ongoing support and business support to launch your new franchise. It will really energize your school with increased revenue streams, new student opportunities, and of course, bring all the fun of the circus to your school. So do go and visit showtimecircus.co.uk to find out what the new buzz is around circus skills.